All right. Welcome. My name is Braxton Cook, and I'm one of the co-leaders slash um, the founder of Community First Ministries, and I am starting a new podcast series here on our podcast channel, and I'm excited for you to be able to listen to it, share it with your friends, and also come along with us for this ride as we um, venture into this idea of a good, good God. And so the name of this podcast series is God is so good. And I'm sure you've heard that phrase um, throughout different hymnals that you might have sang before, um, or maybe you've heard it in different Bible studies you've done. You've seen it on posters, you've seen it in biblical scriptures, or you've seen it on social media. This this phrase, God is so good, is a phrase that we use so many different times. And so this first episode, um, as you can kind of see, it's going to talk about this passage that I love, one of my favorite passages, and we're going to dig deep into the ministry of Jesus. And we're just going to talk about our all-knowing God, a God that is so good because he knows all. And I think it's something that's good to grasp right now. Um, Today is March 22nd, and we are in the middle of a global pandemic, a global crisis, if you will. Um, This time, there's a lot of unknowns. There's a lot of fears and anxieties of what the future may look like with this virus that has hit a lot of different countries pretty hard. Um, I'm actually sitting at my house right now in quarantine. Um, because my campus shut down classes and put them all online for the rest of the semester. And so there's all these different things that are changing and there's all these different unknowns of what the future may look like because of this crisis and because of this fear and anxiety of what is happening in the world around us. And so today I want to talk about this idea of God is so good and God is all knowing. And so I want to dig deep into a passage in John chapter 13. And I'm actually going to read verses 1 through 17. Yes, I'm going to read verses 1 through 17. So come along with me in this passage. This is one of my favorite stories in the Bible. Um, It's in a time period of Jesus' ministry. It's the last meal that he is having with his disciples before the crucifixion. And so I want us to dig deep into this and I want us to read this together. So if you have an electronic device, I encourage you to use the Bible app or whatever it is. But if you have a Bible, which is awesome, um, get that out and turn with me to John chapter 13, verses 1 through 17. So let us read this together. Let's read the word of the Lord um, at this time. It says, the, the title of the message is, Jesus washes his disciples' feet. Verse 1, it was just before the Passover festival. Jesus knew that the hour had come for him to leave this world and go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. The evening meal was in progress, and the devil had already prompted Judas, the son of Simon, to betray Jesus. Jesus knew that the Father had put all things under his power, and that he had come from God and was returning to God. So he got up from the meal, took off his outer clothing, and wrapped a towel around his waist. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash his disciples' feet, drying them with the towel 
that was wrapped around him. He came to Simon Peter, who had said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus replied, You do not realize now what I am doing, but later you will understand. No, said Peter, you shall never wash my feet. Jesus answered, Unless I wash you, you have no part with me. Then, Lord, Simon Peter replied, Not just my feet, but my hands and my head as well. Jesus answered, Those who have had a bath need only to wash their feet. Their whole body is clean, and you are clean, though not every one of you. For he knew who was going to betray him, and that was why he said not everyone was clean. When he had finished washing their feet, he put on his clothes and returned to his place. Do you understand what I have done for you? He asked them. You call me teacher and Lord, and rightly so, for that is what I am. Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also should wash one another's feet. I have set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. Very truly, I tell you, no servant is greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. I love this passage so much because it talks about these words that came from Jesus. And if you couldn't tell, my favorite verse in that passage, my favorite verse in the Bible, is John chapter 13, verse 7. It was actually what I named this ministry before. It was called Community First Ministries, John 13, 7 Ministries. But this verse has been a verse that has stuck with me since I read this passage the first time. The verse John 13, 7 says, Jesus replied, you do not realize now what I'm doing, but later you will understand. So I want you to think about the world that we live in right now, specifically in this time period right now on March 22nd, 2020. We are in a time of crisis and unknown and fear and anxiety. There's a lot of positivity around as well. There's a lot of joy around as well. But the one that is kind of thrown out there and that everybody is seeing is this crisis of a pandemic virus. And so when we read this passage, when we read this verse, Jesus replied, you don't realize now what I'm doing, but later you will understand. We have to realize that God is in control. Our God is all knowing and all in control. It's something that I've had to think about even myself as different things are happening in my life and I don't understand why things are happening the way they are, but God knows. And one thing that I like to say is we may never understand until the day that we walk through the heavenly gates and walk on the, the golden plated sidewalks, you know? We may never understand till that day, but we have to have faith that God knows all and that God is in control. So in your life, I have no idea what you're going through, but maybe it's your senior year of college or high school and they just canceled everything for the rest of the semester and you're missing out on all these opportunities that you expected to have. Maybe you just lost a really close friend. Maybe you just lost a family member. Maybe you just lost your job. Maybe you're living in the situation that you don't know why things are happening the way they are. Maybe 
you're just afraid. Maybe you just don't understand why things are happening in your life the way they are. We live in a broken world that is in need of restoration, and our God is a restorer. Our God is a grace giver. Our God is a lover of all people, and He loves us so much that He is so good, and He is all knowing. I love. This passage, because it talks about the goodness of our Lord. It was the night before; he, it was his last evening meal with his disciples before he was going to be put on a cross and crucified in front of people for the sins of the people. It was the last meal, but he took that time to set an example for his disciples. To wash each other's feet, to wash the feet of the community around them, and to remind even Simon Peter in that time. Or if you could think about it, wouldn't you just be frustrated with Simon Peter? You'd be like, "Dude, you have no idea!" Like, come on, man. But no, Jesus said, "You don't understand now what is happening, but later you will understand." Because at that time, Peter had no idea what Jesus was about to do. Peter had no idea that Jesus was about to be crucified on the cross. But instead, Jesus used that moment to help Peter realize that he needed to trust in the Lord and what God was doing, and trust in what Jesus was washing their feet for. So, in this time of uncertainty, and unknowing, and fear, and anxiety, I encourage you to trust in the Lord and know that He is all-knowing. And have faith that it's okay that you might not understand what is happening, but have faith that He will reveal to you what the future holds one day, even if it's the day you walk through the gates of heaven. I was reminded of a story、um, when I went to Haiti my freshman year of college at Olivet Nazarene University. I went with a mission trip team to Port-au-Prince, Haiti, and while we were there, we stayed with a lady named Helen, who was amazing and a true servant of the Lord. And in the middle of that week,、um, she owns a Gape Boys Home, and so it's a boys home for boys、um, that don't really have a home to go to. And so they come and they live there. There's a dormitory and there's a school and they do activities.、And、so we taught in that school, but we also did a lot of other things while we were there. And in the middle of that week, we went to a old folks' home that was owned and ran by a group of nuns from Korea. And so these nuns had come here. They had started this old folks' home, and it was kind of these like tiny little houses for all these different older people. And so we got in there. We were watching this video about what we were about to do,、um, kind of learning about the history of the old folks' home. And they came in and they were like, "Today you will get to, you know." I was thinking like, "We're going to do some physical labor. Like we're going to clean up the grounds. Like we're going to do something like that." I had no idea what we were about to do. And they said, "Today you're going to help us bathe the older men and older women in our community here." And so the men kind of broke off from the women, and we were going to go bathe the older men that couldn't bathe themselves. And so we got in there, and I realized as I was doing this act of service of the reliability that these older men had on the nurses to take care of them and to bathe them. And after that, we walked across the street to this orphanage that they had opened for special needs children in Haiti,、um, because a lot of times special needs children、um, 
families don't really know how to deal with them or families may think that they have voodoo. That's not always the case, but many times that is. And so they're thrown out onto the street and neglected. And so this, this home has been opened up to take in these special needs children. And we walked in and we were helping feed the kids. We were playing with the kids. We were smiling and laughing with the kids. And there's this little boy that was laying on this orange mattress um, right by the door. And he couldn't move any part of his body but do facial expressions. And so I laid up next to him and I sang the song, Jesus Loves You, to him. I said, Jesus loves you, this I know, for the Bible told me so. And I sang that to him. And it was just a moment that God had kind of revealed something to me. He revealed to me his goodness and his grace and his love. He revealed to me the love and support that he gives us. This little boy um, that may have been neglected by his family, this little boy that needed care was being cared by those who loved God. And so I want to remind you in this time of crisis that we are still called to be the hands and feet of the Lord. The disciples were given this example by Jesus to wash the feet of the people around him because Jesus wasn't going to be there anymore. Jesus needed people to go out into this community and share the gospel and wash the feet of the people and be servants to those around him. So I encourage you in this time as you remember that God is so good that you also remember that God has called us to something much greater. So maybe contact that friend that might be having a hard time right now. Maybe post on your social media page asking if there's any prayer requests. Maybe even just reaching out to a friend that you haven't talked to in a long time. Just asking people how they're doing. Maybe calling somebody and praying with them. Sharing a Bible verse with someone. I encourage you to use this time, whether it's in quarantine or whether it's out, to serve, to wash the feet of the people around you. And to be okay with not knowing what's going on. (laughs) That's hard. I know. I know it's hard. But God is so good. And God is all-knowing. And I want you to know whatever situation you are in, I have no idea what it is. I'd love to hear about it. Please message us. But I have no idea what's going on in your life right now. I have no idea the emotions or the different fears or anxieties you have or even the different joys and praises that you have. I have no idea. But the one thing that I do know is that God wants you to know that he loves you. God wants you to know that he has given you grace. And God wants you to know that he can forgive you. We just have to accept it. Most of all, God wants you to know that he is so big he is so big so thank you so much for listening to this podcast and we hope that you will tune into the rest of the series and the different episodes that we'll have um, and excited for this make sure you share with your friends go ahead and press that share button and make sure that you help us spread the good news but also just spread the gospel and the love that Jesus has given you Um, I'm excited to hear from you. Let me know what you think. And remember to 
listen to the rest of the podcast. I hope that you have a great morning, afternoon, evening, day, whatever it is for you. And thank you so much for supporting us. And we look forward to watching the way that God moves in your life. We'll see you later. Goodbye.